terrifying of all. Come with me. What's behind the mirror? He's here. Welcome to Satanists on Cinema. Yeah. We're your hosts, Satanist Cameron John and Reverend Campbell. And welcome to our special commentary of Candyman, the yeah. director's cut, or generated cut. It's labeled as both. But Jesus Christ, this is a good one. I've never seen the director's cut or the unrated cut, even though it's the same one. I've only seen the traditional theatrical release. There's more boobs. And that is awesome. That is fine by me. I'm a huge fan of the Tutay. Yeah, and, and Tootie's here with us as well. Tutay. And her, and and her unicorn. So we've already eaten. We've already smoked uh, cigars. Lovely, lovely cigars. And... Uh, Sipping on some rye whiskey. Thank you, my good man. Thank you. And now we're going to sit down and watch one of uh, Clive Barker's masterpieces. Absolutely. How do you know how involved he was with actually producing the film? Not much, from my understanding. He did, if I remember correctly, he did a pass on uh, the original screenplay. But I mean, there there were quite a few drafts of this before it came out. Right. Um, so I don't I don't if I remember correctly, he wasn't too involved. Yeah. So there's a couple things that are really iconic about this film, which which makes me very excited. Not only did we have to do this because we love this film, but there is the remake coming out, mm-hmm. which is the the spiritual sequel. It looks <laughs> good. All of the trailers, all the teasers. I, I was not excited for it. Until I saw that fucking <laughs> the puppet, the the two minute short film. Yeah. Like it's not even a fucking trailer. Like if you guys haven't seen the puppet trailer, it's it's a beautiful short film. Yeah, it's great. Fucking watch it. So I'm crazy looking forward to that, which just inspires this. I mean, what are the, some of the most iconic things that jump out to you about Candyman? I mean, it's the music. The music's fantastic. The fact, like, I mean, Chicago is a fucking character yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. And this is one of the first films to really stress the town. Because, I mean, in the 90s, we got a lot of films that were starting to back away from the the city they were in as a background character. This mm-hmm. was one that really put it into the forefront. Um, like Caprini Green. I mean, that was... That was real. Those were real fucking projects. They were really scared and really in danger when filming. Like, just... Fucking Bernard Rose. God, he's got some balls on him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hit play. Yeah. And then we're just going to be commenting about this. This is the commentary track of the original Candyman. You're probably going to hear it. We're definitely not talking farewell to flesh. Yeah. (laughs) No. I got to be honest, though. I don't don't hate the sequel. I don't, but that's not the sequel that it was supposed to be. See, I don't know that story. I don't know. Well, fuck it. Okay, so spoiler at the end, it you know she is the new Candyman. Right. That was the sequel. Was her like uh, that's and admittedly, what had happened was uh, Bernard Rose wanted to go off and do something else. Yeah. Um, he didn't want to get stuck in <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> it's not real. Um, you know, he didn't want to get pigeonholed into being just poor. Yeah. Uh, so he went off and did other shits, but they were like, fuck this, this movie killed. Yeah. We have to have a sequel. Um, and originally, Midnight Meat Train was going to be the sequel, um, but then it just became totally kind of something story. Uh, well, it's part of the universe, though. I mean, it's all part of the Books of Blood short stories. Yeah. But that was... That I was... never imagined all of his stuff in the same universe. 
Like ever? Really? Yeah, I always just saw him as independent. Because like his novels are very universally bound within themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like the books of the oh, no, no, yeah, or Magica. I, I mean, yeah. it's all, you know, this, these... So the books of blood, I always just imagined were these separate little stories. I love you too. Oh my gosh. Toot. Tootie's loving on me. Yeah, no, that's uh, from the man himself. That's actually what I saw was... Oh, I like that. That's I like that idea. Everything's sort of in universe. Um, I mean, it is definitely not like Stephen King. <laughs> no, <laughs> where, yeah, interconnected like, as hell. I mean, that's... God, fuck. I'm going through the the Dark Tower series right now again. and oh. Again? Re- reading, yeah. Well, so there's a list. And this is all important shit that has to do with uh, oh. Bob Keane. Motherfucking Bob Keane. Special effects. God, these were the days. Oh, so a fun little fact during this. And if you guys are watching along with this, and it's the first time you're wrong, you shouldn't be doing that. Watch <laughs> it first, then listen to this with us. But this whole scene right here, um, in the very first test screening, they did not have the title cards at all, or the score. So this entire scene of the interstate and everything, yeah. silence. I like that the better, actually. The whole fucking time. Everybody oh, you stop hated it. On me. People walked out. God damn oh, it. wow, really? Shit. This TV is scenes. epic, though. Huh? Like... I can't. This shot is just totally epic. Yeah. Two. And this, this beautiful baritone voice. Mm-hmm. It's just butter. You are just killing me. Am I sweating chupacabra? Is that oh, what you're tasting? Maybe. He's just... You lick my tattoo off. Killing me. I never thought of bees as, like, scary. I know people are like afraid of them because they're mm-hmm. allergic or I don't know they, they're bugs and so people mm-hmm. get weirded out. I, I never once weird. thought that it was weird until I saw this and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh shit, bees yeah. are scary." <laughs> yeah, and there's so much emphasis on them that's yeah, God, it's so beautiful. Like, look at that shit. Like, like yeah, locusts, you guys can man. see it, right? <laughs> looks like locusts. Just that cityscape with that in the background. Oh, look at those eyes. Pretty white lady. It's <laughs> like all she is in this. She's like. The only white lady. Uh, the biggest crush. Oh my on gosh! I'm not gonna have Super sex eight. with your dog. Holy Le- shit! Leonard, <laughs> Leonard you are killing you know. me. Whoa! Do you wanna do you wanna bounce around? Yeah, let's. All right, is that Ramy's brother? That guy right there. Uh, Wasn't he an what? Evil Dead? Leonard. Him? Yeah, that's, that yeah, is that's, Sam Raimi's brother, right? Yeah, that's one of the Raimi's. Who's in all the Evil Deads in the series? Yep. That volume bar, that's gonna drive me insane. Is it have to stay there? No, uh, our TV is, uh... It, it, Jana was talking shit on it, so oh. it hurt. Now it's gonna be like, fuck you! <laughs> I love the, um... Innocent... Basic white bra with mm-hmm. the cross, the Catholic cross. No, she does definitely yeah, no. not need a bra. <laughs> no, it's it's almost like that's false advertising. And this guy's just like, wait a second, there's nothing in here. Why? I've been lied to. I put on this leather jacket for no fucking reason. <laughs> it's like the white t-shirt with the leather jacket, too. Those are like the... You expect the... I'm a greaser. Start like, you know, chewing a toothpick or flipping a nickel. Yeah, dude. <laughs> this guy. He's like every asshole in every movie ever. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, even his face, though. He was kind of born into it. That's he true. looks like an asshole. <laughs> oh, I love this. The whole setting up of the myth. It's, it's the perfect way to set it up, too, because it's like... Oh, Just God. a few minutes. Yeah. And then you already understand everything. Like, that's, that's all you need to appreciate the story in the movie. I mean, it's, it's super relatable because it's, it's very... Um, Bloody Mary. Oh, absolutely. Right? And everyone, at least I did, in, in like no, elementary school, like that was a huge thing when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. No one dared do it. And there was like, you turn the light off, say it three times, and then turn it back on, or you do like circles when you're saying it, or you know, whatever you got to do to disorient yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you flip the switch on, you're not sure if it's you or if it's something else, and so you get freaked out. Yeah, see, and with like my friends and shit, it was always, you know, a candle and then. As you finish, you blow out the candle, and that's when you know she's supposed to appear Ooh, behind you. I never did a candle. Does this guy look like he's from uh, um, what's the Screech? What's the series? Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. He is so Saved by the Bell, it hurts me. Well, yeah, this is '90s, man. Like this is 1990 or is this '91? Good thing. Good thing I I researched this, but yeah, it was '90. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was '90. I mean, and that's the thing that gets me, like, and I know this is something I bitch about uh, on occasion, but, like, so many people shit on the 90s as being such a boring period, but we got so many good fucking movies. Yeah. Like, so many good yeah. movies. I mean, this is one of the classics. Like, this is one of the, the slashers that is going to outlive all of us. And he was, like, the first black slasher. To me, of course, we got a lot of blacks in horror from pretty much the inception, and as prominent characters, which is great. a lot of blacks. Well, no, I mean, it's true. Like, it's, <laughs> a lot of people talk what about what... Simmer down oh, your racism. racism. <laughs> African-Americans because they have dual citizenship or some <laughs> shit. I've met two African-Americans no, and one of them was white. No, God no. damn it. But anyways... No, sorry. but you're right. The, the people of color, because apparently black is racist or some shit. It is not. Shit. I, I you're good. It's fucking stupid. But, um, yeah, it's just, and the thing is, he's not like a typical slasher, too. He's fucking smart. He's got charisma. Like, he lures you in. You want to be there with him. Like, and you want to be him. Yeah, he seduces you with his horror, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, that's so Clive Barker, because ultimately, Mm -hmm. that's what the Cenobites were. Mm -hmm. They're these explorers of the outer regions of of pleasure and pain. They, you know, if you open the, the... the puzzle box intentionally, it was because you wanted to experience mm-hmm. otherworldly experience. You've already had everything on this planet and you're, you're just kind of sick of it. The same thing with Candyman in that he wants to show you the pleasures of the flesh, though it may not be <laughs> what you're thinking of. Could be just rending, like tearing your flesh. Yeah, but I mean, it's still an experience. But again, it's <laughs> all wrapped up around the romanticism of how he died. When you think of horror um, slashers traditionally it's mad trauma which brings mm-hmm. them back yes he had the mad trauma but it was based on punishment from a forbidden love mm-hmm. you know this this really romantic ideal of a, a black was he an active slave or was mm-hmm. he a freed slave so it was this a slave and a um, this uh, white um, what is it called plantation girl like this daughter of a plantation mm-hmm. king right yeah. he was like Anyway, they fell in love, which is, you know, what this whole story is about. But that's to have that end up with your horror antagonist doesn't ever happen. It's always just like, you know, bad things. Yeah. Well, this is 
this is a beautiful love story, and I, I don't think a lot of people appreciate that. Like, especially at the end. I told you I should like be it's... able to bring in the hook, Shona. <laughs> it's a beautiful expression of love in your vagina. <laughs> I don't put anything in my vagina. He it's wants sacred. To, he wants to keep that cherry. <laughs> That's my special cherry. No one gets to taste it, poke it. It's <laughs> my meat pocket. That's why I keep my Slim Jims. The, yes, the, the <laughs> yeah. prison wallet. Yes. I like Borat when he's like, check my back pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he like checks it. It's like, it's moist. <laughs> Gotta watch that shit in ages. So funny. <laughs> See, I don't, so I don't know if it's nostalgia or the fact that I like watch this shit at least like two or three times a year. But this movie doesn't really feel that dated. Like even though the styles and the computers and all that shit, it just, I don't know. It, it almost feels timeless to me. I certainly think the story is timeless. And there are some oh, films where you look at the technology in the film, like the original Alien. That, for me, is tough to reflect back on in those early phases before it gets to horror. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, come on, that's so cheesy and fucking like... It's like The Thing, you know? Like The Thing technology in the very beginning when he's like playing chess and shit. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of my childhood... But it doesn't hold up in time because now, you know, like the ladies here, they're on their devices. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's what technology is now. Portable devices, not these monstrous monitors, these CRT monitors. <laughs> yeah. They're like longer, deeper than they are, you know, large in the front. Computers the size of rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I love that she doesn't have any black friends that she can talk to. She, she just talks to the maid. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, do you have anyone in the community that can tell me about this? This is the other thing, is that they're they're approaching this from an urban legend standpoint, mm-hmm. which there was another film in the 90s that did this. It was way after this. Yeah, it was yeah. Urban Legends, which was just a fun, stupid, sort of, you know, 90s teenage flick. Well, I yeah. thought it was fun anyway. It, it, was, it was fun. <laughs> it was not particularly good. It wasn't good, but it was fun. But it was fun. But it was like, like mid-late 90s. Yeah. But other than that, like most most stories don't do that. They try to create their own mythology, isolated in that universe mm-hmm. of the story. But this is just broadening it out. And even though there was no legend, like you know, it would be easy to say, okay, well, we're going to do Bloody Mary, yeah, um, to tie it into a universality of urban legends. You know, Clive Barker just does his own version of that, and it just fits so brilliantly. Most definitely. And this fucking music. It's so goddamn good, the score. It's so simplistic, too, a lot of it. Yeah. You just get, like, this, the single piano, and it's just perfect. It fits. It's, like, and just it's peaceful and creepy enough to get you on edge at the beginning. Sorry, we're, we're struggling with animals as yeah. we're watching this. A lot of clickety-clacks. That's high club song. I know, you got a lot to say about this. You love Tony Todd. I also like the idea that all of these um, expensive condos were just ghettos yeah. refurbished. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, the best part when they start uh, you know, looking into behind the mirrors. Like, oh, fuck, these just pull out. <laughs> right into your neighbor. Yeah. 
which is also a super creepy way to have a serial killer get access to your fucking house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's definitely, I mean, you break in without realizing you're breaking in. Mm-hmm. And it also, like, because for the majority of this film, it's 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 balancing that line of, is this psychological horror? Mm-hmm. Is it just a serial killer? Or is it, like, actually, like, this spiritual entity? And all of the characters are leading you down this road of, no, 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 this is just a serial killer. Yeah. He's dead. It's happened. It's over. And yet the legend lives on. Well, that's the thing, too. It's the... It's the people that actually live in the projects that no, no, of course this is fucking real. He's real. You don't do this shit. What the hell's wrong with you? To everybody else that's like, oh, urban legends are just that. They're legends. I also really love those the idea of cultures that almost celebrate their mythologies, mm-hmm. their, their their horrors. Where in the projects they they're terrified of this entity, but they know that it's real and it's true. And so they show it this sort of respect. Mm -hmm. Whereas you have these interlopers coming in from the outside, like, oh, it's all bullshit, it's not real. And they're like, no, 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 this is, you gotta show respect to this because this is is fucking real, he will get you. And they're just busting into their neighbors. I mean, there's nobody that lives in that one, so it's okay. It's only... It's victimless breaking and entering. You know, in my alternate cut version of this, this turns into a bubble bath tickle fight. Um, the the decks, so, so that was actually in the second draft. Damn it! Uh, but then they decided that it didn't fit very well. <laughs> Especially because, I mean, this is the 90s. So like, homophobia was still running rampant. I mean, it's, yeah, it's still running rampant. True. But it, it, at least now it's sort of accepted. Yeah. I feel like the the sixties and seventies there was a little, little bit of playful exploration, especially mm-hmm. in the seventies. That was big. Um, in the eighties, it immediately took this fucking left turn into like, no, no, you cannot be a gay person. It's a bad thing. Probably because of the AIDS epidemic. Probably. Um, and it just carried into the nineties. I do feel like it's much more open now. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't personally get it. I don't. Don't try to rape me. We're good. Okay, don't care what you <laughs> I mean, I like this sentiment. Like, you know, I'm I'm great. I'm grateful to feel wanted, but we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I want you to want me. Yes. <laughs> so I can reject you. Thanks for the drinks. <laughs> yeah, what a way to win. <laughs> like pop in on your your spouse. I know he's spouse. Already, he's, yeah, this is a fucking love affair. He's already creepy as shit. She's dating her professor. Of all creepy things. I mean, it's the hairdo. She can't. She can't contain herself. <laughs> She's got to get some of it before it keeps going away, <laughs> or before it's gone. This is this is the good time <laughs> of your life. It's all downhill from here. These I pants, man. All these, I know. So great. And this is something that, like, I, I, it's sort of taken for granted nowadays. Because, I mean, fuck, you can do this with a... Uh, uh, drone. Drone, there you go. Forgot what the hell. Was. <laughs> yeah, words. But, I mean, all this shit, those are helicopter shots. Like, you couldn't just easily do that. Like, you had to shut down blocks and blocks, have permits and all that shit. 
So pretty. I think that's hilarious. She brings a knife, a can of mace, and a stun gun. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it sets up the seriousness of where yeah. she's going. Like, we're terrified. You made us dress like cops. She's beautiful, right? Oh, absolutely. Those eyelashes. <laughs> I can feel Shauna judging me. I, I can see <laughs> Jana being like, I want eyelashes like that. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your eyelashes? I got extensions. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. What is it? Oh, really? The glue. And big uh, lesson, ladies, don't get extensions. It'll ruin your eyelashes. Or just... Keep getting them. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're going to live with extensions. Pretty much. And I just love the contrast colors. Like, I, I, I almost wonder if they set up the, the cars a certain way. Because it's like the red stands out so much more. You're not really seeing anything else. It is yeah. interesting because, oh, dude, this is like the Run DMC fucking uh, crew right here. Those shit. colors, that's so eighties. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's like nobody would take these motherfuckers serious now. <laughs> but back in the day, you see someone like that, you're like, mm, I'm gonna go to the other side of the street so I don't get shot. <laughs> Tons of fun in the front there, dude. Like, there's no way <laughs> you're not a gangster, man. You're wearing mittens for fuck's sake. It's Chicago in winter time. <laughs> of course you don't wear fucking mittens. It's mitten weather, motherfucker. Man, I want them fucking purple kicks so bad. I I, some bright ass. Was that a boombox he had? Hell yeah, it was. Oh, dude, that I one's wearing a fanny pack because he knows what's up. <laughs> I love that so much. I just love that so much. Where you going? You gonna see? Popo. I do love that part where they start screaming. <laughs> cops are coming! Oh uh, yeah. Told you we look like cops. She did warn her. Creepy. Stuff. Oh no, I, I think more FBI agent because she totally looks like, uh, like yeah, Jillian Anderson. Oh yeah. Whoa, maybe that's why it's such a thing for Gillian Anderson. It made me think of this. Uh, who doesn't still? I still do. I still do. She looks great still. Well, she doesn't really have much expression in her face anymore, but that's Did okay. you see her in that um, Netflix? Stage? Yeah, Netflix uh, film or series? Uh-uh. It's great. She's a sex therapist, but she's British. It's a fantastic series. It's she really good. She used to do softcore porn. What? Mm-hmm. Good luck trying to find it. I only Gillian Anderson did softcore porn? Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. She showed me. I'm doing some deep web searching. Yeah. This is happening. David Duchovny did the um, Skin of Really? Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, he's badass. Oh, I didn't even think about that too. It's Sorry, okay. You guys are gonna hear my dog. She, she really likes Friends, even if they're on the TV. <laughs> Enough to. But hey, you know, at least we got uh, 23 minutes in before uh, dogs started going weird. 
I just can't wait to see Candyman that first time. Mm. He's so awesome. It's just the look of him, too. He's so original. Oh, yeah. Got that fucking pimp-ass coat. Yeah, he just... You, you want to be him. I mean, yeah, you'd lose a hand and <laughs> all that stuff, but... Kind of worth it to live forever and... Yeah, dress like a smooth-ass motherfucker. Yeah. That's cool as shit. And he gets to have cats, and he travels and eats all the time. Lots of bees. He dope. Bees are everywhere. He really loves cats. I'm a fan of pussy too. <laughs> that creeps and that's, me out, That's man. one nice thing about the set design with this shit is it's like so seamless. Like a lot of it's actually shot in the projects in the abandoned parts of it. Yeah. But you can't really tell what's, you know, a set and what's not. I mean, with the obvious exceptions. <laughs> I would never crawl through some random project with living people in it, the bathroom mirror, knowing that there's something else on the other side. I don't know. See, I think I'm just white enough that I would think that's a good idea. Because, <laughs> of course, everybody knows it's always white people that do that shit. Yeah. Are you going to learn parkour too? Oh, fuck yeah. I totally learned parkour. <laughs> I watched The Office enough. <laughs> you just got to scream so funny. parkour after you do something. <laughs> parkour! <laughs> Fucking no, jumps too, in the no. box. That is funny. Yeah, we're going to do a commentary for The Office. All right. One episode at a time. <laughs> And just stop when, uh, uh, once his bucket leaves. I, I still think it's great after that. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was good. I like it more than Jana does, but. Yeah, no Michael Scott. You're gonna kill me! Stop! Alright, there's your through lane. No, she doesn't want through. <laughs> oh, like, no, you're not, you're not getting up here, honey. What does Darth Vader taste like on my arm? Tastes like chupacabra. <laughs> <laughs> tastes just like chupacabra. Oh, and I love this painting. It's so good! So oh. goddamn creepy! Oh. I just love it because you can tell too, my that, that it's fucker. spray paint. But it's just so nice. What does this arm taste like? Come on, dude. You're not the first one to be licking this. Maybe I should start licking my arm. It might taste good. Oh, especially after the dog's been licking you it. You want to taste it? No, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I, I've seen where their tongues have been. <laughs> oh, shit. What? Love the random bag of candy. Is that what Razor this is? Blades. Oh, that's that. Yeah. It's like every uh, Halloween horror story ever. Like, there's razor blades. There's syringes in your Halloween candy, but it never actually happened. And the drugs. I always, always hope to find the drugged candy. What kind of shitty-ass junkie is going to give kids their fucking score? Exactly. That's the thing I don't understand. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, for real. There was a church. um, There's a, a food kitchen up the street. 
and they gave out like little care packages and some what was it, it was nerds ropes that were medical nerds ropes so they were like a, what like 20 milligrams of THC what and they gave those out to a bunch of people oh oh and the yeah it was pretty funny Oh, that would be amazing. I want to meet well, the fucking... Here, I don't want this here. Kid, go ahead and eat it. Well, the best part is, like, nobody realized that even though there's a big medicated on top <laughs> of the the uh, the logo. Yeah. And, yeah, the, the Roy City Police, you know, put out a message that any, wow. if anybody comes across these, please return them to us. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure everybody <laughs> fucking returned them. But it's they, weird, because as a kid, like, we had cigarette... Gum, mm-hmm. where you'd like blow like yeah. powdered sugar out the end of it because so, it was cool to smoke back then. Yeah. Um, I feel like that, like if th- that would have just melted right into my mental candy state of like medical. Oh, they're just doing a thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not really medical. It's, it's, just, like, oh, it's like Flintstones vitamins, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. these are really good vitamins. <laughs> That's crazy. You can actually still find those uh cigarette candies, really. I thought yeah. they like outlawed them. I fucking last time I was up in Idaho getting scratchers, I saw them. Oh yeah, Farmington has them. Wow. The the, the candy That's store. That's a fucking time capsule right there. Yeah. Uh, and then it's a wonder why I smoked for as long as I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's candy. It's good for you. It's like candy cigarettes and big chew, like the big I can't Man. tell if this is a stereotype. Or if it's reality, because it is such a popular culture um, uh, it's just it's it's like the, it's the pervasive idea that all black men leave the you know they knock up their girlfriends and then they leave them, and yet it's reinforced in media as this horrible stereotype, and yet it's played like this serious real problem in almost every film that has anything to do with. 80s or 90s. So I don't know if that was really an issue or if it was just the media that was making it an issue. Yeah, it's an issue in poverty. I mean, it's uh, most men in poverty will do stupid shit to get by. The women are the responsible ones and they'll fucking up and bail. And it, I mean, it sets I mean, up like that, that that particular building is essentially a hive for uh, gang activity. So... Mm-hmm. Not that big of a I mean, all ghettos. Thing, you know. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. No, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I keep hearing, like, these, like, woohoo or something. <laughs> no, it's fine. You don't have to turn it down. It's, just, uh, uh, it's a directional mic. I'm sure it's not really picking that up. <laughs> it's just picking us up talking about it. We'll just randomly think about it. <laughs> She's thinking... I wonder if she'd let me kiss her. She's got some big lips. I mean, it's... Mm. This is going to turn into porno really quick. She's single, clearly, so... (laughs) (laughs) You need a a tender touch. Now she's still thinking about it. Yeah, playing with her earlobe and everything, yep. But, I mean, then again, look at uh, her date. Mm. I mean, he leaves a lot to be desired. He looks almost like that warlock actor. Yeah! Thin and wafy. (laughs) Yeah. That guy was just fuck. This guy right here, the the professor. <laughs> with three chins. 
for each professor, one for each master's degree. <laughs> yeah, he clearly knows what's up. Because the chins. (laughs) See, that's why I have to have a beard because I'm not educated. Like, I don't have any chins. It's just a slope. It goes mouth, little bump, and then fat neck. (laughs) I find it hard to believe that all these people have teeth this white and smoke as much as they do. I, I, I really like watching older films. Like, in the 70s, it was really prevalent where there wasn't this vanity about your teeth. And so mm. they wanted decent looking teeth, but having yellow teeth was just a norm because it's a normal thing in mm. life. It just happens. It depends on, you know, your genetics on, on how yellow they will eventually get. Yeah. Or blue or well, whatever. And, and not pure white teeth or healthy teeth. Yeah. Like it's actually not healthy to have, like if your teeth were naturally that white. Fucking glowing. Yeah. From bleach and removing your enamel and... I blame it all on Michael Bay. Fuck that the, guy. The teeth thing. Well, I mean, he he made Ben Affleck redo his grill before Armageddon. Really? Yeah. But is that why it was so good? Was Armageddon good? You didn't like Armageddon? No, I loved Armageddon. It was fun. I even had that shit soundtrack as a kid on cassette. I would still <laughs> wake just to hear you breathing. No, I'm not a fan of Aerosmith. Oh my gosh! I'm not like a devotee or anything, but you gotta love a little bit of arrows, man. They're okay. They're a whole lot of okay. I would never buy any of their music. I guess is what I'm getting at. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. I'm I won't change it if it comes on the radio. I'm with you. Yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't pay to see them in concert. The Pump album. What? I I bought the Armageddon soundtrack. That was '90s. That's the closest thing I've ever come to buying any of their music. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a, that was a good album. Yeah. Again, I wouldn't buy it, but yeah. yeah. He had Alicia Silverstone in her heyday doing one of her, his videos. She was a mm-hmm. oh, she was a dream of mine. Alicia Silverstone. Mm. Fuck, what did we see her in late uh, recently? That one movie where. Oh, it was the Lodge, right? The Lodge or whatever. Right. I yes. didn't realize that was her. Yeah, it took me a little bit too. I think Sean is the one that told me. That's a, yeah, yeah. I I was looking up the cast because I was trying to remember what I saw other people in. Did we talk about the lodge on this show yet? Yeah. I thought you guys did the show. Yeah, did we? we did. Yeah. We've done so many. I, I lose track. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, she didn't okay. like it. I thought it was. I remember talking to you about it. I don't uh-huh. remember the episode still. Did no, it's because we, we it? yeah. It's because we've been doing one after another. Yeah. Like, we're on top I, of this shit. I liked it. I just thought they should. I I still stick. Yeah, they, they shouldn't have killed the dog. I remember that conversation. <laughs> this is what I love right here is where he's explaining the mythology and she is just so enraptured by the tale. Mm. I bet I love, I love her the panties are just soaking wet right now. I want to smell them. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see that look on your face. I didn't know Webster was in this. Remember? Fucking Gary Coleman. Was he Webster or was he... um... Who was Gary Coleman? He was Webster? Yeah. Okay. Because there's another little short guy in a series, right? There's like two of them. Two different shows. One was different strokes. And one was Webster. 
Which one was different strokes? We're, we're not that old. I don't remember. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, man. There was, they did this was whole like TV special. <laughs> well, it was live when I was watching it. But it was um, there was this old TV special where they had this old guy bring the two brothers over to his house. And um, he, like, showed them pornography, like child pornography. Wow. And so the whole episode was about... Um, talking with your parents and being afraid of strangers because they're going to show you child pornography. Like, it was like this weird Jesus 1980s Christ. thing. Yeah, it was a real thing. Weird. That's Lots of child porn in the 80s, apparently. Well, it was pretty rampant. Especially on TV. <laughs> it was all them Satanists and their, oh, their trafficking rings and yeah. all the ritual, ritual slaughters. Yeah. The ritual baby making. Man. What would it have been like to be a Satanist in the 80s? Eat, <laughs> eat all the babies you want. Have all the sex you want. <laughs> I have to import all of mine. I haven't yeah. had one American-bred baby, I mean, in like decades. I just stick with eggs. It's close enough. <laughs> it's, about, it's about the texture of what happens when you crack their skulls. Anyways, so. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. What was the... It was Hex... What was that Hex show... That was on um, Shutter, where the it like showed the woman like grinding the baby up. Oh, um, that was yeah, fucking Jesus brutal. That, that German, uh, yeah. German one. Oh my god. Oh. Really dumplings. dumplings. That sounds. I don't remember dumplings very well. Is it on Shutter? Is it? Is it? I no, it's, I think it's one up. that we got like. You know, back in the day, kids, this Netflix like, used to give out DVDs. <laughs> they look like old school CDs. Oof. Oof. This part. This is like such a pivotal part in the movie. Like where it's just all a story to her. And this kid's the only one that's going to actually open up and be like, yeah, man, let's, I'll show you what's going on. They can tell he's scared shitless, but eh, I'll show you. You look like a nice cop lady. Well, I also like the the crew that goes in after her mm-hmm. acting like Candyman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just funny. Because it is one of those things where uh, if you're trying to make a name for yourself and you can latch on to a legend mm-hmm. in order to do that, then you're of course you're going to do that. Oh, dude, I love the 70s. Oh, I that know. is so 70s. Smooth ass aesthetics. This film and this upcoming scene makes it so I, I can't stand public restrooms. <laughs> this is too much. Yeah, oh, shit. I've, I've seen toilets like that. I've had to clean toilets like that. Except it was blue, <laughs> not not red. Reminds me of it was blue? Oh, dude. From like the toilet bleach stuff? No. What? From whatever the fucking crackhead lady oh that would come in on God. Thursdays and shit all over the bathroom each week would do. <laughs> yeah. That was one of my favorite jobs, except for when I had to clean the bathrooms. It's like one of the dramatic. most impactful scenes in uh, Train Spotting, right? The worst bathroom in Scotland, mm. where he like dives in after his heroin suppository. But it's like, you know, sort of 
jokey cutesy in that film and mm. this is just like no there's shit on the walls <laughs> yeah don't touch anything yeah sweet and it's not, not sweet. just a little bit it's everywhere yeah I, I need to renew my hep b shots after just watching this <laughs> yeah I just had to do my not too long ago that was, I did too that, that sucked I did too I didn't realize you had to do it every 10 years wait what yeah that's what my doctor said really Every yeah. 10 years? Every 10 years. It takes like a little over a year to get all your damn shots. Well, it's different for me because I work with blood. Oh, right. So it's right, right, right. recommended. Toot. I love the shit arrow. That, like, oh, that, dude, I, would I can't. Just, I mean, I would leave oh. anyway. I wouldn't want to be around that much oh, shit. Oh, the bees. Uh, bees. No, I'm not calling you up. Come on now. Here. Don't, don't. Nice catch. Yeah. There we go. Uh-uh. Go. Well, 40 minutes in before a dog knocked it over, I think. I think that's pretty that's, good timing. Yeah. That's pretty good. A lot of graffiti. Not as much shit as I remember. Here he is. That's enough. This is the pretender. I'm Candyman, bitch. Love that hat. <laughs> oh, dude. This is like straight out of, uh, what's that Cosby series, the old cartoon? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, Fat, Fat Albert. Albert. Yeah. yeah. He's, that guy is straight out of Fat Albert. With yeah. That fucking hat. <laughs> yeah. Saucer head. Can I admit something really quick? Hmm. I still like Bill Cosby's comedy. Like, even though he's a rapist, piece of shit, All right. I still think it's funny. I here's, can't help it. Here's my thing. Like, He's your magic wand. Like, I, yeah, I know, right? Like, I, depending on how big of a piece of shit the person is, I can separate the art from the artist. Not... I mean, there's, there's definitely some exceptions, but I mean, that was that was America's dad. Mm -hmm. Like it was everybody's dad. I watched that old series so many times. This old stand-up, so much. It's just like part of my childhood, so I can't help but think fondly on it, even knowing he's a total garbage person. Well, and the crazy thing is, too, like, how well he hit it. Um, like, shortly after all that shit happened, I kind of fell down rabbit hole of podcasts um, and, like, people that had worked with him for years and years, like, didn't know shit because, like, he was, like, a fucking savior for a lot of people. Uh, like, during the Cosby show when there was right. a writer strike and shit, like, he was the one that paid a lot of people's checks so they could keep going right. because he wanted to keep it there. Yeah. And... Yeah, like even them, they were like, I have no fucking idea. This he was just everybody's dad. Well, that's the other part of it, is it like he was he put himself out there as a positive role model, mm -hmm. ironically. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, in secret he was totally not. Yeah. But there were like even, you know, his his wife on the Cosby show knew that he was doing some bad stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean it, like there's people that definitely knew. Yeah. 
Whoa, that was a burp. <laughs> Good job, Clemson. All right. Your arm. Yeah, Clemson for the win. She's good at burping. She was laying on a toilet floor. Mm-hmm. That's why she's wearing a different jacket. <laughs> they had to burn it. <laughs> it's like an episode with uh, Seinfeld. He's like, why are you throwing your belt away? Or your, your shoelaces away? He was like, it touched the floor in the bathroom. I just can't handle it. I, I never could get into Seinfeld. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, I, I was expecting more of a reaction. I'm, of course, my wife's looking at me funny. I fucking love Seinfeld. Mm. <laughs> you, okay, you what have, the fuck? You have to. <laughs> I've met people that don't like Seinfeld. They're, I have two, and I hate them. Wrong. Yeah. I hate them all. <laughs> they just got the random giggles in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you and your fucking videos. They're animal videos. He's got you a shiner. Watch them. It's like I survived the gangland almost raping. Oh, that's great. Are you proud of me? I, mean, I don't understand smart. how you can be a, a strong woman and like try to convert some married guy. He's clearly just using you as a piece. Oh, yeah. Is it because of the uh, dick? I'm sure he's got a huge one. <laughs> <laughs> the dick to face ratio has got I to don't be overbalanced. Think you get a say in the matter. You married this. <laughs> Uh, you, you don't. <laughs> yeah, we both know both the wrong. <laughs> oh. Do you think those types of podium places are actually ever used? Like, I feel like they make them. Cities make them because they're like, we're gonna have a whole lively culture, you know, literary and uh, uh, play culture scene here. And this is where people go to smoke weed. Theatrical culture scene, but no, it's read. just. <laughs> ends up being a set piece for some random film because no one ever uses it. Oh, we're going to see it. This is it. We are almost an hour into the movie and finally get more than just a glimpse. I thought that her bathtub scene would have happened by now. No. Damn it. No, because it's after her first uh, experience with him. I want a bug so bad. It'd be so dope. Mine was like, cause again, the air I ra- was uh, raised in. Oh, here he is! Look at those shoes! Fuck! And that coat, that fucking pants. God damn, he's smooth. Mm-hmm. Oh come on! Oh, I'm so excited. That voice. Mm-hmm. He's got just such a beautiful fucking voice. Like it's no wonder he does a ton of voice acting. Oh god damn that silhouette. Mm-hmm. 
All right, there's giggling behind the scenes. We gotta know what's going on here. Helen. Ah. I love the noir shooting. Like, that's, uh, even though it's color, obviously, like, that's a very German way to light someone's face. It's great. And she's completely overtaken. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. She's crying. Oh, that stump. Mm. Beautiful, so is it totally place. terror she's experiencing? God damn, he looks so young. Not the only difference is he has more hair in this. <laughs> he doesn't have. <laughs> Be so terrifying. Oh, yeah. Waking up all covered in blood. Just screaming everywhere. <gasps> oh, my belly button. This is uh, one of the few movies that doesn't get a half a banana sticker taken away. <laughs> oh, the and Rottweiler. Then, and that's the thing, like, this shit. The hatchet. Why would you pick it up? First, first time you see it. The first time I saw it, it was terrifying. Like, oh my god, it was so <laughs> real. But watching the beautiful 2K restoration, it does not look real. <laughs> you bitch! I'll kill you. I love how she doesn't drop the, the butcher's knife at all. She just keeps it. Oh shit, she's gonna kill your ass! Yeah, that's about where I'd be if somebody killed my dog. Oh, she hatchets her in the fucking arm! Oh, that's a bad look. <laughs> that's a bad look. It's okay, she's white. She's not going to do much time. Yeah, she'll get probation for sure. As long as she's not Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Fuck. God damn. Wait, wait, wait. Remove it slower. We gotta remove this fucking volume bar. Um, I mean, we could pause uh, this, it for like two seconds. See, I'm a huge fan of like blood-covered titties. I don't know why. Next time you're at the shop, I got a book to show oh you. Oh my gosh, that's so hot! That's what I just said we could do. I want everyone to leave. So I can have a moment. I love how it sticks. Oh, it's that's so, so good. So real. <laughs> like, that's so what would happen. Good. Granted, it'd be turning a little little on the browner side. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
<laughs> Fine. Oh, man. I've seen too much porn, because you put a girl with another girl in a jail, <laughs> and I know where it should go. That's not where it's going. See, for me, it's not even porn. It's just watching, like, Euro sleaze, like <laughs> Jess Franco movies and shit. <laughs> It's like, ah, yes. <laughs> this will get interesting. <laughs> that guy, man. Do you understand? He just looks like the kind of cop you wouldn't fuck with. Not because he's going to kick your ass, but just he looks like you should respect him. I kind of want to feel his shirt. The, like, sweater thing he's got on. It looks pretty damn comfortable. I just want to snuggle. <laughs> like, let me just lay my head with a cup of cocoa. Jesus. Oh, well, I guess my neighbors waited until 8 o'clock to start shooting off fireworks. That's something. It's not even dark outside. No, that's, that's how it's been since so probably weird. Tuesday or Wednesday. Like, I want their money. <laughs> like... I want to know how they make that much money. That's what I, I mean, especially right now. We got a fucking pandemic. People haven't been working. People yeah. don't know how to pay their rent. They don't know how they're going to afford food. And yet you can uh. afford thousands of dollars in fucking fireworks? Yeah. I, I don't get it. Wild. Like, I'll usually buy sparklers. Yeah. Maybe some <laughs> crackle balls. And even then, it's like spending $20 on that shit. I'm like, ooh. Ooh. Oh, hmm. Well, I'm going to afford this. There's a lot of crucifixes over the bed in films. I've never actually seen it in real life. Have you? No. But, uh, like, for me, it's, you know, my family is all Mormon, so it's not really one of their symbols. It's the Jesus jammies. Yeah. And the 70s fair hair Jesus pictures. Wait a second. Were they married? Yeah, they are married. Mm -hmm. And it's the fucking... I was thinking that she was having an affair with him, but no, the guy's just having an affair with one of his TAs. That's why I was confused. I'm like, wait, because where they were married. Yeah. Because they're wearing rings and shit. Now fucking it comes in. Yeah. You float too. Cute little baby. No. Oh, she's just pulling her hair. Imagine trying to get all that blood off the walls. That'd be a bitch. Ugh. I'd probably just move out. I don't even take any of my shit. It's like, well, this place is done. Yeah. Let's ruin. Hey, so I don't, I don't, I move I don't again. ever get the covering of the face. It's like they know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Why? It's like she's a parrot. It's like it's nighttime. Yeah. Up. It is interesting too because from the outside, she she's gotten so into this mythology, this this urban legend, that she has sort of like melded with it like, mm-hmm. like her, she's developed a psychosis where her alter ego becomes this urban legend and yet 
the story is setting it up where no, no, she's not. But it ends with yeah, she does. Yeah, well, I mean, this is like her uh, almost her cocoon phase. Yeah. What's the name for that? Isn't there like a metamorphosis? Yeah. Well, a metamorphosis is like as like once she's in there, like this is her building the cocoon of the urban legend around her. She's and then she comes out in fire. Yay. I didn't kill the baby. Or the dog. <laughs> yeah. I did stab the bitch that was attacking me, though. <laughs> yeah, she didn't, she didn't stab her. She chopped her. <laughs> it's different. Technicality. <laughs> I it got her out. Oh, here we go there again. Go. There's that. Let's see. Man. I don't know what it is about boobies. <laughs> but I am such a fan. Yeah, I've been kind of fan of myself for a while. <laughs> it is weird because, like, your first exposure for most kids is you don't remember it, but breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you have this intimate connection with boobies that in your teenage years turns starkly sexual. Teenage years? Well, you know, I mean... as soon as you start developing those feelings, <laughs> whenever that is. I was 27. So, you know, maybe you're earlier. I don't yeah, know. You're fair. advanced. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whenever you start thinking, it's like a purely sexual thing, but you don't think of your mom. You think of every other pair that are out there. <laughs> and yet your only exposure up to that point typically is going to be your mom, which is weird. <laughs> I should start wearing sweater vests. I'd love me some nipples in the bathtub. That should be a Willy Wonka song. <laughs> Get the Oompa Loompas out here. <laughs> nipples, nipples in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. She's got a rocking body, too. From all those Budweisers. <laughs> it's the king of beer, you know. I was trying to put a joke together in my head when you said that. Because I was like, Budweiser? What the fuck is she drinking a can of Budweiser? There were like three options back in those days, Adam. <laughs> you had Budweiser, you had Coors, you had fucking Graf, I don't know. Coors. I'd, I lived with a guy who that was like his drink is Coors. And now anyone who ever drinks Coors, I think of that guy, and I just want to vomit. Ugh. I actually almost, like, if I would have stayed in Colorado, that's probably what I would be doing for a living, is working at the brewery. Oh, really? Yeah. Pretty much everybody I knew out there that worked at the brewery, just because you got free beer at the end of the night. Really? Oh, and, and you got paid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and money, but no, they, mainly the beer. Yeah, no, they give you drink tickets and your shift. Or at least they used to. Oh, this is fucking years and years ago. Makes me think Dodge that bullet. Yeah. Behind you. Uh, yeah, I do love it. Just Enhance. Slides. <laughs> I always love those. Enhance the photo. Yes, because it's that easy. Enhance. Pen up. She's 
like, my hair looks like shit right here. <laughs> my bang. This lighting was awful. <laughs> Why did I use that flash? Do, 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 do. It was made in Germany, so you know it can enhance. That's him. Well, it blows my mind is you shouldn't get that clear of an image with that kind of camera. Why would she not be freaking the fuck out? She just looked at it. Okay, there's a dude standing behind me that I saw, and then I blacked out and killed a baby. Allegedly. <laughs> she for sure killed the dog. Jasper, don't do it. Dumb Jasper. Bitch. Are you kidding me? I wonder if it's real. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it again. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. She hasn't done it yet. I thought she did it at the beginning with her friend. Did she? Oh, yeah. We were talking. Candyman. <laughs> Candyman. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I'd love to see Beetlejuice's reaction to Candyman. Okay. Serious question. Who would win in a fight? Candyman or Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice, all the way. Really? Yeah. Explain. He can transform to anything. Like, he is, he's able to manipulate spatial environments... He can create entire new fucking everything. Like, he, he has control. Candyman is great because he can sort of move through space-time, but he's still just him. Whereas Beetlejuice could turn into a gigantic fucking sandworm and eat people and shit. That's true. Good points. Good points. <laughs> Such a weird conversation. See, the, see the, hard, the hard part <laughs> is who's better dressed? Oh, it's like easily. It's, no, no, no. No, there's no easy for about his it. wedding. Beetlejuice was dressed great. But yeah, otherwise, but that was that was like a small part of the film. That's what I'm saying. Otherwise, Candyman all the yeah, way. Yeah, okay. I totally rock that shit. The ruffly red shirt. <laughs> he looks so awesome. Fuck yeah! I wish they would do the sequel already. They've been talking for years about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, at least with the plague, they have doing? the excuse that you know, nobody can fill. I'm alerted right to you. Just yeah, that's, that's why face. he's coming to see you. <laughs> cats. Cats actually do like me. And I yeah, genuinely like cats, too. But yeah, my you're body allergic. doesn't. Yeah, no, you're <laughs> allergic. That's why cats like you. Like, I can smell your like, dissatisfaction. Like she is super allergic to the cats. And they are her cats. <laughs> Great. Just like like <laughs> like my cat uh, Elvira. She fucking hated everybody. Everybody except for me and my grandma and Jana. Uh-uh, too. My heart's on fire. All right, she's bleeding out of her ear. Did he yeah, poke he, her in the ear? Yeah, he got her with the hook. He ruptured her eardrum. Or did she just get a free piercing? Ear piercing. I think she messed up. She she got the piercing and then it fell out. I've seen it before. Oh. And again with the lighting, I love that lighting. Yeah. You should start piercing people with a fucking that hook. That would be awesome with a Hell meaty, yeah. bloody hook. I just I'd have to get like stilt or something because he's a fucking giant. It's like the thing is like his victims aren't just scared frozen. There's something else going on. Like they're they're attracted to him. They're mm -hmm. called toward him. Like they're they're passionate about him. And then he kills them. 
And her husband's like, Yeah, I got my side piece. Yep. We're good. Yeah, no side piece can move in. This is crazy. What a weird way to do a fucking needle. He's like straight up and down. No vein. And that pull out. Like it pulls the skin with it. No, that's my whiskey. You don't get whiskey. You're a dog. No whiskey for you. Ever. And they're doing she it in the apartment. It's a fucking live one. It's a shit Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Wait. See, and they could easily have just had the shirt open a little bit for breasticles to be showing. <laughs> I didn't see one breasticle. Bullshit. That's what it is. It's bullshit. It's because she wasn't yeah. trying to... Uh, Expose her friend. She was just trying to kill her friend. Yeah. She could have been thinking about us, though. Uh, probably should have been. Spread a little It's actually kind of ignorant if you think about it. Yeah. It's ignorant? Yeah, it is. It's fucking ignorant. She should have done it for us. Do you want... I love this. He's just seducing her. Mm-hmm. Only Clive Barker could turn her horror sexy. Mm-hmm. What other horror film is there? Like, are there any others that are like wildly sexy but just absolutely grotesque at the exact same time? Hellraiser? That's Clive Barker. Yeah, like, no, that's no. what I'm saying. It's like, oh, so you're saying else? outside of Clive yeah, Barker? Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Who else could do that? Like, Neil Gaiman did great with American Gods in one of the chapters where the goddess absorbed the the worshiper in her vagina mm. like just swallowed her with her vagina I'm just obsessed with that idea Shauna swallow me with your vagina I mean that's, if I'm gonna go out like that's a good way to go out yeah it's fucking especially awesome. if there's like some fried chicken <laughs> like give me a fl- you plate have to of eat fried before chicken. you go in <laughs> as I'm going in like that can I get a wet wipe, please? <laughs> ah. I'm going to be covered anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it yeah. helps you slide in. Exactly. It's when you cool. think about it. <laughs> they did not put those uh, that zip tie on very tight. She could easily get out of that shit. Just saying. I know, Toot. It's not very believable, honey. But they sedated her, so that's 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 why it's okay. There's Calypso for the burp. Not a good commentary without a good burp or two. I'm surprised they took her to a hospital. Like, two dead bodies? She should be in a prison. Yeah, only one dead body, technically, because... People don't count animals. Well, the, there's the baby. The, the baby's missing. And the, they can't find the baby. Oh, right, 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 right. See, now he's doing like Mission Impossible Tom Cruise over her body.
What? In her collarbone? Ow! If Man. that was real, that would have been so painful. Like right here. <laughs> yeah, it was right in the shoulder right here. Like right next to your collarbone. Fuck that. That would have hurt. I'd have dropped. That would have hurt so bad. I'd cry a little. I might pee a little. Um, your cat looks like it's hunting your dog. Oh no, it's just he does that. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to eat you tonight. I don't think so. I, I thought I put all of them in the office. Don't hook the baby. He doesn't want to hook the baby. He just wants to raise the baby. Ah, what are you feeding it with your finger? Well, Adam, he doesn't have maternal nipples to feed him. I saw Family Guy. You can, <laughs> you can breastfeed even if you're a man. <laughs> that was such a funny fucking... That was so fucked up. <laughs> Especially when he pulls the hair out of his mouth. <laughs> and the horror. Yeah. And fucking... Oh. That's... That would... I mean, that, that's gotta be like the only reaction one could have. Like... Oh, oh. That was so funny. <laughs> what I do there? Oh, honey. How's the peach pie, by the way? It's good. Is it? I'm, I'm glad it was good. I'm not a huge fan of peach pie, but that was good. Yeah? Good. I get sick off peaches. Oh. Millions of peaches. Wait, you get sick off peaches? No, no, I could. Oh. Like, it, like I could eat down. so gotcha, much that gotcha, I get gotcha. deathly ill. I was like, I thought you that. chose peaches. That's why I brought it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like, I want you to kill me. <laughs> he's gonna rape her. You can tell. Yeah, it's the turtleneck. Total raper vibe. I'm gonna get you high on lithium and then have my way with you. And then I'll just deny it. And they'll think you're crazy. Well, they already think so. I mean, why not? Yeah. But he's the witch doctor. He's got a fucking crystal ball in his office and shit. He's wearing way too much, like, wool. You can't trust someone with that much wool. Or a turtleneck. I, I just... I don't know. I don't think you can trust anybody with a turtleneck. I'd almost prefer someone to have one of those old renaissance collars. <laughs> you know, like the frilly collar? Yeah. Than a turtleneck. I, that, that's a statement. Yeah. That I, means I would can... love to see someone just walking around <laughs> with that. Just owning it. Dude, I was in a hospital where you have psychiatrists like examining you know, whether or not you're crazy. Mm -hmm. It's a horrible fucking feeling. Because you don't know if you actually are or not. You don't, you don't think you are. Mm -hmm. Or I didn't think I was, and I'm not. Yeah, well, but they were seriously examining to see if I were, was. And I was brought in while I was high on acid. <laughs> and so I was like seeing shit in pictures while he was doing his preliminary examination. Mm. And then the, like they brought my parents and they're like, uh, could you tell your parents what you were telling me about this picture? 
I was like, Mom, you got to look. This girl in the picture, and she's moving behind the trees. Do you see her? There was no girl <laughs> at all. I was just, you know, I was just fucking hallucinating. And so they fucking admitted me while I was high, and they didn't even know it. Assholes. I should have just asked for your high. I probably would have told them because I was fucking high. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would be fucking terrifying. Especially because, like, if you're a crazy person, you don't necessarily, like, you don't know you're crazy. Yeah, you definitely don't think you are. You just think weird stuff is happening. Yeah. And the worst part is, is that weird stuff does happen, like, <laughs> all the time. Now I'm starting to think I'm crazy. Please, dude. Shauna, am I crazy? Who is the Shauna you speak of? Oh my gosh! Ah! I was hallucinating the whole time! I came here alone! That would fucking be heavy as shit! I think about that shit. Like, what if she was just a dream the whole time? Oh yeah. Uh, you know. What's what's that series, that Stephen King series, that Rock, Rock Hill? Or, um, Castle Rock. Castle Rock. J.J. Abrams and Stephen King. Her dead daughter? Yeah. At the end? Yeah. Pretty heavy. Yeah. It's a great series, though. Nice. Fun to see that. You haven't seen it yet? Oh, dude, you're a Stephen King-aholic. Uh, books? Oh, dude, it's fun. You see Nosferatu? Oh, fuck yeah. He's the one that told us to watch it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I love that shit. The book especially. The, and, and that's why I didn't want to do, like, a commentary on it or a show on it, because, like, I'll confuse the novel with the show. Yeah. Because I, I, like, consume them at the same time. Well, within the same, like, I don't know, I think it was, I finished it, and then a couple weeks later, the show was out. Yeah. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! This is what we get with the, uh, the unrated director's cut. Oh! It's, uh, the original U.S. theatrical release. Yeah. This shit wasn't in there as much. Like, you still got a little bit of it, but not as much. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so they just thought it was too much, and it's like, that's, that is mellow. There's not that much blood. Like, You're we've seen free. so much more in a lot of other shit. He's clearly grooming you. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. Mm. Fuck, that's such a great effect. Well, that's one beautiful thing about practical versus CGI. It's like, you get that texture. Yeah. Don't jump. All right. Um, is there a way that we could trouble? Except for a little oh, more yeah. whiskey? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Let me grab that. All right, now that he's gone, I'm going to talk about him. Yeah, fuck Shh. that guy. I've been thinking this whole time. Hi. This dog is trying to make out with me. Hey, dog. Okay, no more licking. That's where my wife goes, not you. <laughs> That's my wife's job, not you. You're just licking the air at this point. You gotta see these dogs. They're so cute. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the happy dog? Who's the happy dog? 
So she's escaping from the hospital. She beat up one of the orderlies, stole her clothes, and is now wiping blood off of her face after her psychiatrist was murdered by Candyman in front of her. And the music is just chorus. So good. She's gonna go into her house and see what kind of a shit bag her husband is. It's all pink. Thank you, sir. I'd go insane over that shit too. Asshole her fucking husband is. Yeah, I could handle my husband sleeping around on me, but painting the walls pink and sleeping around on me? Well, not only that, he's letting his fucking floozy do that shit. I mean, I got some self-respect. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're further away from me. I know. I know. It's Settle weird. in, man. Just, get comfortable. Get close. Hold hands. Our arm hair can... <laughs> Rub against each other like Velcro. See, now you're just making it weird. <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, shit. Oh, the murderer woman. <laughs> yes, my tits are just hanging out. Hello. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love the ah, oh, shit. I thought you were the. Oh, fucker. Uh, there's an explanation. Definitely an explanation. <laughs> I love how terrified she is. You. Who wears their towel around their neck like that? It's like she has this moment of clarity. Well, that's a scary in part. All the madness. Like she doesn't get mad, she doesn't yell, she just smiles at him. Hoping you'd not get out. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Love the eyebrow. Really? Here, honey. She's just so scared. <laughs> you know, be great as if it, she's like Peter Pan's right there. That she's so awesome. terrified that it just like leaks out a little. <laughs> No painting over that. <laughs> Can't scrub the floor enough to get it out. <laughs> it's like, whoa. It's terrified urine that it stains so much worse. Corded phones attached to the wall. That was a whole different era. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Winding your finger into the coil of the cord. Yeah. I did that when I was on mushrooms once. That was that was interesting. I didn't Get even realize. lost and trapped in it. I didn't realize I was doing it. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm not too high. I can I can answer the phone. And it was <laughs> That's one of my, always a bad idea. It was one of my uncles, and I could see the telephone number on the caller ID, but the numbers started switching. 
<laughs> so I couldn't figure out who the fuck it was. And it didn't sound like any of my uncles. So I was on the phone with them for a few minutes, <laughs> playing with the cord. And they asked, they're like, what, what do you want for dinner? Uh, you'll have to call back later. <laughs> who is this? It's your uncle, stupid. Uh, uh, okay, uh. bye. <laughs> and no one knew I was high. Somehow. I remember when there was no caller ID and you could actually prank call people and they yeah. would have no idea who it was. Like they genuinely, the only way you knew who was on the phone, you had to pick it up and ask. And now people Star don't even want to talk. And Star 6-9 wasn't even a thing until uh, later. And then that ruined everything. But then they came out with a star or something where you could block your number when you called. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I stopped out of Star 6-9. I didn't. I didn't delve into it that deep, you rebel. I remember when like, you couldn't even get names with email addresses. There was one point I totally thought I had somebody that was stalking me and going to kill me. <laughs> Turns out it was just uh, my bandmate's sister fucking with me because she found my email address. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she had me convinced she was like some serial killer or some shit that was stalking me. <laughs> All right. Nice person. Oh, no, it was fucking hilarious as soon as uh, she told me it was her. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> fuck, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so she's in so deep at this point, this isn't even a choice. Like, she just has to go in here. Oh, yeah. She's drawn to this. Yeah, I mean, you can tell there's no hesitation, there's no fear. Like, she wasn't even scared to enter the building. I mean, it's like Stockholm Syndrome at this point. Like, she is... In with the murderer. Well, of course, Jana. Look at him. He's a giant. What's going on? Oh, she's doing the penis hands? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Be God, I love this set. my victim. so funny to look at flashlights back then it's like man technology's come so far <laughs> I don't even care about the phones <laughs> the televisions it's a flashlight that's a big flashlight. deal oh yes the flashlights <laughs> back in my day it used to be 80 90 dollars a piece <laughs> now you can get two for a dollar it's LED <laughs> Crazy bright. I used to have to shake my flashlight to get the light back on. Tommy Todd is 6'5". That's it? Yeah. Oh, oh, I was taller than that. I mean, it's still pretty goddamn big. I'm I short. love the fucking Americana mythology behind mm -hmm. this. Whoa. Like, this is so fucking colonialism. Pure American. Written by a Brit. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Haste. Uh uh. What's up? Down. Well, it's such a perfect way to to tell the complex backstory without actually telling a story. Yeah. Like you just get it. There's just something beautifully American about this story though. Mm-hmm. 
like, without the blatant racism. Yeah, I mean, all that aside. None of this happen. would happen. Like, this is all based around American racism. Oh, yeah. This is bigotry. Like, you just gotta fucking... You gotta love it if you're American. Whoa, maybe not. Okay, never mind. Simmer down. <laughs> Growling dogs. We got a racist in our midst. Let her shut up. <laughs> and this is the kind of content you expect. <laughs> Doug on Doug. Oh, she just stabbed Candyman. Who can make the sun rise? <laughs> I want to see that crossover. <laughs> <laughs> see, get Sammy Davis Jr. as Candyman. At the candy store. Yeah. And just do a fucking SNL skit. That would be great. Oh, that's so sexy. He just like draws her in with his sex appeal. Fucking bravado. Manliness. That is that voice. I will show you. This is ripe for a remake. I have such high expectations. If it doesn't live up, I'm going to be so genuinely upset. See, I, I try to stay objective with films, but I, yeah, it's it's just not going to happen. It, I know. <laughs> and he's grabbing her tit. And that hook up the skirt is so sexy. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm not going to judge the movie fairly at all. Yeah. Like it either yeah. needs to blow my mind, or I'm gonna. Yeah, well, I will figuratively step out of the theater, like, have a temper tantrum, Please. but likely it'll just be sitting here in my living room, I'll walk outside and scream or something. That was him with bees, right? Yeah, that's all, like, he has those bees in his mouth. That is so hard fucking gore. Yeah, no, he's, he's fucking... He's transferring it to her. Gore. Oh, that is so tough. Look at him. What? He's so hardcore. I mean, I just, because I follow him on his He school. is. He's cool. He loves cats. Yeah, What's he's an animal person. Cooking. Yeah. And there was yeah. an interview on Collider where he was talking to uh, two people. He's just a total nice guy. Yeah. He's just a good dude. But fucking candy, man. Yeah, be careful though, because if you have waffles and beer, he'll squat at your house for way too long. <laughs> I feel like Don't it'd worry. be worth it. You'll you'll get that joke here in a few months. In a few months? Yeah. What does that so mean? It's from a show that he was on. Ah. Yeah, say calm. Okay, move. Scooch. They uh, they said Candyman five times, and he ended up squatting on their couch. <clears throat> I like that. Okay, so it's it's um, Jordan Peele that's doing it, right? Producing, producing. It. Yeah. Who who is directing it? Do we know? Um, I have to look it up. Wasn't it? I thought it was Jordan Peele doing it, but okay. I it was Nick Costa or whatever? It is a black man, though, right? I don't remember. I thought it was a black man or a black woman that was doing it, which I think is important because it is 
it is an African-American story. Okay. Like, the tragedy of Candyman is specifically African-American tragedy. I mean, I get that, and I appreciate that, but this was done by a British dude. It was written by a British dude, yeah, 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 absolutely. And directed by a British dude. Like, this was uh, Bernard Rose, like, the guy that did the UB40 video. Ugh. Well, that's how we fucking got this shit. That like, he, blows he, my mind. He was at school, and UB40 decided to call it the school because they didn't know how to set up a uh, shoot for a music video. Right. And he was just walking down the hallway, and the payphone was ringing, and he answered it. And that's how he has a career. Well, okay. That's what started his career. Obviously, he has a career because he's fucking amazing. Right. Did a samurai film I can't wait to see. So I've, I've struggled with this idea a lot because um, as a white man, I'm always attracted to... To black women? African no, American. <laughs> to black women. <laughs> to African American culture specifically Americana with jazz, blues, and I can't tell what the line is of cultural appropriation and just appreciating the culture. Because, again, this was written by a British white male. It is entirely a horror film out of the African-American experience. Mm -hmm. And so at what point does this become cultural appropriation for the sake of white audience? Or is it just celebrating a tragic part or a tragic fact of American history and spinning it into a horror film? Like, because there is a line for some people. I wouldn't consider it appropriation. It's, it's, it's almost like reminding people of, hey, bullshit happened. This is it in your face. So let's make it entertaining. Here's some consequences for you. I mean, I can't really say much. Like, I fucking have a shaved head because of a movement from Jamaica in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you know, I, I can't really talk shit. It, it's something that I consider a lot, especially in the modern era that we live in where it, everything's heightened mm -hmm. on that note. But I grew up where, you know, Eric Clapton was celebrating and playing the blues with, mo mo with uh, Muddy Waters and B.B. King, and it was just like, yeah, no, he's he's a hardcore blues man. But then you have ZZ Top playing fucking blues riffs. I hated black people so much. It's just, it's he was crazy. so open about his racism. Because it's blatant stealing a culture. Uh -huh. And yet, because he stole that culture, so many other people were exposed mm -hmm. to the beauty of a culture. Oh, it's just like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. 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 Or, or well, Rolling Stones with Soul and fucking... Yeah. Um, like, Muddy Waters was a huge influence on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at Elvis. Yeah. A lot of his shit wasn't yeah. fucking original. All that shit was... Like, none of his shit was original. Yeah. <laughs> that was all shit that was ripped off of black radio because you couldn't put it on white radio. I'm not talking shit. I fucking love Elvis. <laughs> just, his wife is ready to go toes stating right the facts. <laughs> So I love this part in the film where there's this actual transformation. She's going mm -hmm. into this funeral pyre in order to save this child. They're throwing the funeral pyre as a sort of um, celebration of Candyman, right? Like this is the, like they believe he's in there so they're burning him down? Yeah. 
and she's going in to try to save the child. Meanwhile, he is trying to convert her into him, like pass along the torch, as it were. Mm-hmm. And this is where Khaleesi is born through fire. And this shit, man. You wouldn't see shit like this in movies nowadays. Like that's oh, man. not really. If you think about it, like if if fire's hot enough, you wouldn't even feel it. Like your nerves would die before you actually like started to like really get hurt. That's great. That shot is great. Mm-hmm. Come back. Yeah, I either. saved your baby. I'm sorry, I cleaved your arm, but you were being fucking crazy. That's so. Yeah. My baby! Yeah. Can't kill Candyman, motherfuckers. Can't kill an idea. So good. And the shitty fucking husband yeah. is gonna. Oh, I'm so sad. I'm gonna call a name. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So, Candyman is a. What are they called? Where you, a whole bunch of people believe in one thing and then it's real? God? Yes, <laughs> God. Muhammad? Santa Claus? Buddha. There's no friend of Deity? There's no, that's God. Alright, someone's got a phone. Look it up. Shauna's got a phone. Look it up, Shauna. She's looking at animal videos. That's more important. Obviously. So what am I looking up? Words. (laughs) Yes. Just go to Google and type in search our words. <laughs> I don't know why he's. Oh, there's his little slutty fucking TA. Don't be sad. She tried to kill you. I'll suck your dick tonight. And here's the rest of the. Here's the party. ghetto. All showing up late. He's like, uh, I didn't invite them. This reminds me of the end of the color purple. Where all the fucking blues sinners are walking up to the church. Hell yeah, that was I a great scene. I watched that shit. So good. Ages. It is so good. I'm kind of obsessed with fucking stuff like that. I love learning about the black experience because it's so mm-hmm. separate from anything I could ever possibly know. Mm-hmm. That kid's great, though. Yeah. No, that he kid's... so he, he was He was necessary for this film. The fucking hook. I feel like they would have put a wig on her. The mortician. I feel like they probably wouldn't have had an open casket. <laughs> <laughs> this is so great. You're such a piece of shit. Yeah. You just feel sorry for yourself. Realizing how annoying young girls actually are. 
<laughs> He's yeah, like, what I've, the I've, fuck did I get myself into? I've never understood that uh, that appeal of trying to find somebody significantly younger than you. Ugh. All right, you know what? Now I'm starting to see the appeal. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the kind of thing you have in a relationship. Or the nipples. I'm seeing something. You just, just... It's like you have your fun, and then you kick them out. Oh, my gosh. I love that so much. Like the original King Kong, where you actually still see, like, straight nipples through her shirt. Look at this the bitch. whole film. Just throwing around meat, knocking beers over. That's not wife material. Especially not cheat on your wife material. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, she actually cared. She made dinner. She was happy to see me. There's a fucking cake. God damn, she makes cake? Yeah, you fucked up, dude. Think, maybe if you ate pussy more. And who the fuck handles a knife like that? I didn't even see a knife. <laughs> uh, all I see are fucking nipples. Uh, I don't know fair. what is happening. Doesn't close the guy. God damn it, woman! In the raw meat on a wooden cutting board, like <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's an how animal. Many, how many strikes is this at? Wow, she is a bitch. Yeah, a cow. A little compassion. A cow died for, <laughs> for that. <laughs> I was talking about his wife, but... Oh, okay. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm talking about the food. Come on. The cow, too. The cow it's, died. Just like some good fucking eats, and she's just <laughs> killing it. Again. Okay, Shauna. Whichever one of us dies first, the other has to do this in a mirror, okay? Oh, yeah! See, in this, this is Look at her. the part I don't oh. get. Like, that is the sequel. That is the setup yeah. for the fucking sequel. Yeah. You start the sequel with that scene. The urban legend evolves. Uh. Great scream. That's a great scream. Are we screaming like that, too? I'm not cleaning Dude, this that's shit! That's a great fucking painting. Mm-hmm. Phoenix. Out of fire, Candyman is reborn. So good. That this is such a good fucking film. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, I do wish because they really did dive in in the sequel of this. They dived into Candyman mm -hmm. and his actual transformation. Like it showed the actual scene, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm remembering correct. So that is weird that they didn't sort of pick up with this and, and move forward. Well, yeah, that was just... It was because the original director didn't want to do a sequel immediately. He had something else he wanted to do first. Man, that's that's this, where it was lost. This is such a good film, and it holds up. So well. Like you were saying, like, technology be damned, it, it still holds up. Mm -hmm. It's got to be the sexuality. Like, what else would it be... That allows it to. That allows the viewer to forgive everything else. It's the nipples. It's all the nipples. Okay. You found the word? Yes. <laughs> the the nipples. It's what? Tulpa. Tulpa? Tulpa. I don't know that. I've never heard that term before. Yeah, I haven't. I, 
No, no, no. I, I understand what that is. I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that that was the the word for it. Yeah. Nice. You learn something new every day. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that would be exactly in this case. Because they definitely started believing in her. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, I mean, wrapping this thing up, this uh, <laughs> we were all over the place during this. Yeah, time. I was totally gonna actually talk about stuff in the movie but then I just <laughs> got stuck with the movie if you guys do want to actually hear a great commentary aside I mean we're fucking fantastic. this is amazing but if you want to hear an informative commentary um, definitely get the the Scream Factory release of this uh, it's fantastic it's a double disc um, it comes with the unrated cut which we just watched and it comes with the theatrical cut and the commentary is uh, Bernard Rose with Adam Green and Joe Lynch, and it's fucking fantastic. Like, I actually have an audio version of it that I just listen to. Oh, wow. Not even alongside this, because it's that fucking fantastic. <laughs> That's great. It's, it is great. Uh, well, I gotta say thank you to everyone tuning into this, uh, and, uh, you know, let us know in the comments what you think of this film. Have you seen it yet? Have you seen it a hundred times and what keeps drawing you back to it? Is this cultural appropriation or is this just a celebration of Americana and horror? I'm curious because I genuinely don't know where I land on it. But all I do know is that I absolutely love it. And the I, Clive Barker's stories are so incredibly amazing for me. His films don't always land. No. And really, for me, the only ones that truly <laughs> land... <Ryan Rex. clears throat> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> 92, oh. God damn it! I knew I was off. That was rough. It's 92. Um, the only ones that really land for me is Hellraiser and Candyman. Really? Yeah. Not even Nightbreed? No, I, I think it's okay, but <gasps> I think it suffers from the era it was made in. It is very 80s. Oh, it's very 80s. And so, I think because it's not timeless, it suffers for that. It, it is a timeless map. Okay. Since we're already done with this and all that. Okay. Nightbreed. Is it a gay movie? No. Shut up. <laughs> is, is it a gay movie? I never thought of it as a gay movie. It is about the homosexual experience of not having family and creating your own tribe. Watch it again I with that see, in mind. Yeah, I can see it <laughs> from Clive Barker, knowing oh, him. Yeah. Um... And understanding the complexities of the homosexual experience, mm. I could see that. Yeah. I don't watch that film and think that. In the same way that I don't watch Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and think mm. of homosexuality. Have you seen uh, Scream Queen? The documentary yeah. Scream Queen? No. Fucking no. watch. Oh my god, it is so good. It's all about his experience post uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's... Fucking fantastic. Okay. Um, yeah, I never, I never thought of that, but I could definitely see that. Yeah, no, I, I didn't realize sure. it either. And then I was, you know, listening to an interview with them, and it's like, of course it's a gay movie. The fuck are you talking about? And then he explains how it is. Yeah. And yeah, she still argues with me that it's a gay. Film. <laughs> Even though it was it's, Clive it's, Barker, yeah, this Clive Barker, <laughs> the guy who wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but no. So, uh, fi final ratings. I, of course, will give banana this score. five out of four banana stickers. Whoa! Because this is one of my all-time favorite Whoa, movies. Whoa, you're 
You're adding I'm a banana sticker. the goddamn rules. I didn't know you could do that. I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's our show. Holy <laughs> shit. I thought there was a cosmic banana sticker rule. Oh, okay. Fine. Then it's four banana no, stickers no, no. out of four. I, if you want to break the fucking cosmic boundary, I'm okay with that. I just didn't know it was an option. I don't want to copy you, but this is definitely a four out of four banana sticker film for sure yeah. like absolutely i mean aside of my childish booby banter <laughs> this is genuinely not only sexy as hell and not just for the boobies it's scary it's americana it's fucking everything that's great about clive barker mm. and horror mixed like it's just fantastic all right so check it out if you haven't already and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed a little bit of this. And if you appreciate this, of course, you can always subscribe to the YouTube channel, sign up to the email list. And if you're getting this in podcast form, leave us a rating or review. And if you don't, fuck you, Candyman's coming. He is. Say it a couple more times, motherfuckers. I dare you. And until then, hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs>